Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a game night, game night in Indianapolis, and we're going to talk about this game between the Colts and the Steelers. Colts must win this game. They have to win this game. I know I tend to be really, really hopeful and very, very optimistic. We can only control our attitudes, right, where it comes to the Colts or the Pacers, Hoosiers, Boilers, Bulldogs, whomever, Irish. We control our attitudes. We cannot control the level at which that team plays. So my attitude is always positive, is the point. But if they lose tonight, there is no chance whatsoever that they can come back from this deficit. 4-7-1, they cannot come back from and be taken seriously as a playoff threat. It's just impossible. The math doesn't substantiate the hope. And while I tend toward cockeyed optimism, you know what? you got to be a realist once in a while, too. Winning this game, there is hope. At 5-6-1, there is hope. At 4-7-1, there is no hope. So, Colts going to win this game because they have to. And we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about why. Pacers tonight against the Lakers, not going to talk about that a lot. It comes on at 10-30. Right in the shank of the Colts game, for God's sake. Isaiah, thank you for the contribution. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Ken Sterling. For Monday, a big day for, for the Colts, November 28, 2022, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. Go to BUSR.com slash Kent. Your initial deposit is going to be matched in free play at a rate of 150%, up to $2,500. Subscribe so you got a chance to win one of our great prizes at the end of the week. Gave away the Lou Creekmer. Uh, autograph picture, uh, sent that to Russell Saylor a little bit earlier this weekend. You know what? Got to win this game tonight. Let's talk about it. Hey, like the video. Donate if you like. That's fantastic. All right, let's talk about this game, and let's talk a little bit about the statistical aspect of this game and why it's so damn important, all right? The matchups. There are a bunch of matchups that are important. None more important than the Colts' offensive line against the three, the big three defensive linemen for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, George Pickens and Stephon Gilmore. That is a big matchup as well. Stephon Gilmore is playing as well at the cover corner position as anybody in the NFL. And the reason, one of the reasons, the primary reason why the Colts have been pretty damn tough to score against 
That's Stephon Gilmore. Gilmore has been awesome. Must be a pro bowler, right? But let's talk about the matchup that really matters also. The offensive line of the Colts has got to somehow or another keep T.J. Watt, Cameron Hayward, and Alex Highsmith out of Matt Ryan's airspace. You must not allow those guys to touch Matt Ryan until the ball is released. Now, this means a couple of different things. This means that Matt Ryan's got to deliver the ball on time on target, right? He cannot do this, and he tends to do this, all right? Gets a snap, takes a couple of steps back when he's in the shotgun. He'll move up in the pocket, and then he hitches and doesn't know where to go. Can't do that. You come back to when you step up, ball's got to be out. Either you're throwing it to a receiver or you're dirting it. You can't stand back there after that initial step up in the pocket and hope that a receiver is going to get open and that you've got enough time to be able to deliver it because you're not going to have that. you got to have Bernie Ryman play at a high level. Quentin Nelson has to play his ass off. Ryan Kelly has to play his ass off. Will Fries, for the love of God, come on, kid. And Braden Smith has got to be really, really good. You've got to figure out what side you're going to put help on. I suggest you put it on the side of Bernie Ryman. All right, if you're going to have Jelani Woods or uh, Mo Ali Cox out there helping with protection, do it on the left side of the offensive line because T.J. Watts are coming, baby. And when last year, what do you have, 22 and a half sacks. This is a guy who gets to the quarterback often, very quickly. He can wreck the game with strip sacks. You can't have it. Matt Ryan's got to get rid of the ball quick, right? And he's got to do it to guys who can make plays. Paris Campbell's been pretty good this year. We're going to talk about Campbell. We're going to talk about Jonathan Taylor. And we're going to talk uh, about Michael Pittman Jr. as well as potential targets. What the Colts have going for them is Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett isn't any damn good. All right? Just to put it real simply, and I would say it if I were a Steelers guy, he isn't any damn good, Kenny Pickett. The offensive line, not great. They got one guard who's great really good. Other than that, they really don't have much. They've got... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Kenny Pickett, his uh, QBR, you know how bad. We, uh, we assail regularly Matt Ryan and what he does at the quarterback position for the Colts, right? Matt Ryan's sack percentage is 7.5, and we're like, oh, my God. 7.5? This guy gets hit like it's his job to get hit. Kenny Pickett's is 7.8%. Been sacked more often per drop back than Matt Ryan. How about his interception percentage? Kenny Pickett's is 3.4. That's quite high. That's about one in every 30 attempts is picked off by the opponent. Matt Ryan, 2.5. One in every 40. All right. That's not great. It's not ideal. 
It's not what you want, but it's better than Kenny Pickett. That's good. Kenny Pickett's yards per passing attempt. Remember, Jacoby Brissett had had two seasons here. I think he had 6.7 yards per attempt and 6.6 yards per attempt, if memory serves. Kenny Pickett's yards per attempt, 6.0 for a starting quarterback in the NFL. That is terrible. Really bad. Uh, Najee Harris, 3.7 yards per carry. 3.7. That doesn't work. That's well beneath the NFL's average this season. And well beneath, I, I know we, you know, Jonathan Taylor is not having the season that he had last year. But as we compare these two, you know, you think Jonathan Taylor, he's doing all right. And Najee Harris, way worse than, uh, than Jonathan Taylor. And the one guy, the one guy who's really played well offensively for the Steelers is Pat Fryermuth. Pat Fryermuth, 24 years old, out of Penn State. Anybody who saw him at Penn State thought, wow, this guy's going to be a pretty damn good tight end in the NFL. He has been pretty good. He's the one guy at a skill position that grades above a 70 for the Steelers' offense. You look at the defense, it's a different story. The, the Steelers' defense is real. Watt, Hayward, Highsmith, uh, uh, Cameron Sutton. You know, you got guys on, on that defense, both safeties, for God's sake, really, really good, and they grade really well. So, you know, as you talk about Mika Fitzpatrick, Mika Fitzpatrick is one of the best safeties in the NFL. That defense can get after it. That's a traditionally strong Steelers defense. What they don't have is an offense at all. Their offense blows. Like I said, the defensive front for the Colts. While we spend a lot of time talking about the Steelers' defensive front, don't forget about the Colts. You got guys who can play. You know, granted, Ngakwe, he, he's, he gets the quarterback once or twice a game. Other than that, he doesn't make a lot of plays. We know, right? Odengbo, he's going to be at left, uh, left edge because Quiddy Pay's not going to play. And then the two defensive tackles, Grover Stewart and DeForest Buckner, have been awesome. Really, really good. That front for the Colts is good. The front for the Steelers, really good. This looks to be a low-scoring game, but as soon as you, you say that, all of a sudden it's going to be 30-28. But I do think it's going to be a low-scoring game. That over-under a 39 I'm a big fan of the under in this game. I got to tell you, I, I don't see a lot of touchdowns being scored. Speaking of touchdowns being scored, do you know how many times Michael Pittman Jr. has been in the end zone this year for the Colts? I'll wait for your answer. Michael Pittman Jr. has gotten to the end zone once, and it was in the opening game of the season against the Texans. It was sunny, about 78 that day here. Now, what is it? it? It's cloudy and maybe 42. That's how long it's been. We've seen a season change since Michael Pittman Jr. got into the end zone. But in his last three games, 16 catches on 22 targets, 150 yards. That's not bad. Then you look at Jonathan Taylor. Last two games, 22 carries in each, an average of 115 yards, and he's gone to the end zone once in each game. That's okay. You can live with that. If Jonathan Taylor gets to the end zone once, Colts have got a shot to win this game. Paris Campbell, 
He has played in every game this season. He came into the season having played three seasons, and in those, he played a total of 15 games. He's already played 11, and he already has 10 more catches than he had in the previous three seasons combined. Paris Campbell's playing well. I put Paris Campbell on my fantasy team because I think to watch. I swear to God, if he gets hurt, I, it is not on me. It is not me throwing the jinx out there by putting him on my fantasy team. I swear to you, it's not. Hopefully, he gets through this game unscathed, and he's a guy you can hit underneath who can find a way through traffic, not just around it, but through it. We've seen him be really pretty durable running through guys this year. Hopefully, he's able to do that tonight. A win, like I said, allows hope to continue to exist. This is all we're doing now, trying to kick the can down the road, right? If they win this game, you go to Dallas next Sunday night, and you feel like you got some hope. You win that game, you go into the bye week feeling kind of fat and sassy, right? Ahead of the trip to Minnesota to play against the Vikings, who are pretty good this year, but not that great because they play in a horseshit conference or in a, a a bad division. I'll just put it at that. They're in a bad division. No need to go uh, profane in our description of the NFC North. All right. Um, but that's what we're here doing, right? We're trying to perpetuate hope. Can you hope? I want to talk for a minute. And, and hey, a call-in pregame immediately following this. We're going to do a call-in pregame. So download the, the call-in app, or if you've already got it, get on call-in. We're going to have a show immediately after this, uh, this game. I, I thought we were going to do a post-game. We're not. I know. I'll put it up on Twitter. Click the link. Whatever. But we're going to talk about this game on call-in immediately after I finish this. Uh, Cade McNamara, the Michigan quarterback from last year, first time Michigan had won the Big Ten in a while. They go to the uh, college football playoff last year with Cade McNamara as the quarterback. This year there was a quarterback uh, competition. Cade McNamara lost. He has entered the transfer portal. Indiana's got to be on the phone to this cat immediately because Indiana, just like the Colts, you got to have a different guy every year. Right, every year you got to have a different guy at quarterback. Indiana's certainly looking for one. Connor Bazelak, he's done. I think his eligibility is over, finally. Uh, not that he was a bad quarterback, he's fine. And then you had the Dexter Williams injury over the weekend during the bucket game. I, I still don't, I don't know exactly what that is, but it looked borderline catastrophic. And, and so who knows whether he's going to be ready to go at the beginning of next season. Do you have any? But Jack Tuttle's already in the transfer portal. Not a good situation for Indiana, no matter what your uh, ideology is where it comes to Tom Allen as a head coach. Although he, 30 and 40 during his time at Indiana, been to three bowls, 0 and 3 in those three bowls. At what point do you scratch your head if you're Scott Dolson and say, yeah, you know what, enough. Can I look this fan base straight in the eye and say, we're going to bounce back from this with the same leadership? If he can, okay. We're going to hold him accountable to it. Uh, Pacers, Lakers tonight, 1030. I cannot wait to watch that game. I'll record it because you know what? We got the Colts tonight, and the season's on the line, and every one of these games is worth uh, five. Every NFL game is worth five NBA games, just math-wise. You got a total of 17 for the season in the regular season for the NFL. You got a total of 82 in the NBA. 
Pacers playing very, very well, but they're on the West Coast. They're going up against a pretty good Lakers team. What, uh, oh, bowl appearance or Colts win in the playoffs. Which happens first? IU wins a bowl or Colts in the, play Colts in the playoffs? I don't think there's any question about that. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about that and so much more on call-in right now. Go to call-in. We're up. Let's go. Go Colts. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.